Welcome to Health Overhype. This is the show where we cut through all the online noise, those fad diets, eating 10 lemons a day, those influencer gurus on TikTok, none of that. We're going to be speaking to real health and fitness experts, and they're going to be giving you long-term sustainable tips for a sharp mind, a happy body, and a healthy lifestyle. I am so excited for you to be hearing today's interview. Uh, just had an absolute blast on this one. Uh, speaking with Coach Ray Cook, uh, we dig into the importance of mindset, the secret to overcoming a lapse when you fall off the rails. How do you get back on? Uh, an epic pitch for a sequel to Lord of the Rings. Uh, and more importantly, how to stack your actions for massive success. This show starts now. Today, uh, I'm super excited to introduce my guest, Ray Cook. Uh, I love this guy so much. He's he's probably one of my favorite uh, connections I've ever made on LinkedIn. I, I love his videos that he posts every week. They're so positive. They're so fun. Um, this is a very authentic dude who definitely just wants to help people out. Uh, and that's the kind of person that I just love working with and I love interviewing. Uh, I've already heard his story a couple of times, but um, really talking to him is what, is what inspired me to even start this podcast because, um, again, he, he's just, he's such a, a glowing light in the world. And, and I think that it needs to be shared with more folks. So, uh, Ray Cook, he is a personal trainer. He's a nutrition coach and he helps parents work on creating time in their busy lives to reestablish their health, uh, especially their functionality, um, to just take on all the demands of being a parenthood, uh, because that is very demanding. And, and, you know, Ray is an upcoming parent himself. Um, so we might dive into that a bit. Uh, it's a lot of challenges and, and it's, and it's tough to stay on top of your health when you do that. Um, so Ray's going to help you take that power back and get you healthy again. Um, so you can not only deal with the, the joys or the demands of being uh, a parent, but also the joys of being a parent, uh, and, and really, uh, embracing, all the, the wonderfulness though of having a family can be and and not just the the stress of it so um ray that's that's my rambling intro but it's it just uh with a little more uh, uh finesse let's let's dive into your story and just talk about how this even came to be how did you become a personal trainer uh i know a lot of folks i talked to just stumble into it um it was it wasn't what they dreamed of doing so i i know we've talked about your hopes and dreams as a kid and i'd love to dive back into that cuz it's it's pretty interesting how your path to get you where you are today so uh, let's dive into that right now definitely yeah so i mean i'll start from the very beginning kind of like what you said and by the way thank you so much for the awesome intro that was that was awesome i loved it that was super cool um but yeah no like i definitely kind of stumbled into this this is nothing i planned on doing like, even though it's like, if you look back and no one would look back at this, if you look back at like my resume of stuff, you would never assume that I was going to like ever become a personal trainer. If you look way back in the past, because it made no sense, like no sense at all. And that's fine. Like it didn't have to, because I didn't even expect to do this. But I just, like I said, fell into it because growing up, it's like, I was never like the really fit, healthy kid. You could tell like, yeah, I did some stuff. I played soccer my whole life. But I was never really on top of my nutrition, my exercise, none of that outside of, of course, soccer. So it's like soccer kept me decently in shape. But even then, like I was always called the big defender that could sprint down anybody and I would take you out and get that ball. But I was not the one that would just be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to keep up with you for the long haul. Like I got to sprint. That's it. 
So it was like growing up, that was always me. So by the time I got out of high school and all that, like I was a big boy, at least for my preference. Like this is more for my side of it. There are people that are obviously larger than I was at that time. But for me, I kind of hit my limit. I think it was about a year after, maybe a year and a half after I graduated high school. And I just, I don't know, I was walking down. So my friend and I were actually hanging out at the house and we had to go pick up some stuff from his house. Granted, it's literally less than a mile away. It's not that far. But in my eyes, I'm like, oh, pff, I played soccer. I could run. It's been like all year and a half-ish since I played soccer at all. So we're like, sure, let's jog to the house. Legitimately felt like I was going to die. Like the whole way we got there, I was like, I've never felt this bad. So that was like strike one on myself. Strike two the next day, because I was like, man, how far off am I? Like, where am I at? I gained like 30 pounds in just that little bit of time. Just because I wasn't focusing on my health. I wasn't focusing on nutrition, moving, nothing. Second, I graduated high school. It was work as a dishwasher that entire time. And then sit and play video games and watch TV. That was it. Like, that was my life. My goal at that point, like I was going to work for my dad doing transportation. Nothing more. I had no aspirations. I was interested in becoming a drummer. I wanted to become a professional <laughs> drummer. And I still think that'd be freaking awesome to this day. I love the drums. but. Yeah, that didn't pan out, like, at all. <laughs> well, yeah, so we're going to start a band later, but that's that's down the road. So. <laughs> this is down the road. Like, I've been in some bands before, and I absolutely loved it. But, yeah, it just, it just didn't pan out. So after about a year, so I got married to my wife, who, yes, we are expecting a baby, actually, in the next, like, month. So super stoked for that. But I got married to my wife, and a year into the marriage, I was working for my dad, doing transportation. I saw all the negativity that I was bringing in from just work and that environment into my relationship. And I had no control of what I was doing, like no idea how to manage it, nothing. And then I saw my health also deteriorating, deteriorating, if I could talk correctly. But um, before, like right before, kind of flashback before I got married, I went on my own fat loss journey. And I ended up losing 60 pounds in just under four months. The way I did that was I ran three miles every single day, literally every day. And I ate less than a thousand calories a day. The downside to that is I lost all of that weight, but I subsequently also lost a buttload of my muscle and was significantly weaker. I looked sick. I felt awful and I didn't fix any of the problems I had. So going into my marriage, like going into all that, I lost the weight. I was smaller. So in my eyes, I was like, I achieved what I wanted to at the time. Whoop de doo But in the long term, nothing changed. I wasn't a different person. I just lost weight big whoop, nothing changed. So all that stuff from work was coming into my relationship. All of that stuff that I was dealing with from when I was younger and growing up was coming into my relationship. And I had no clue of how to manage that. So we talked, we made a decision. I pulled back from doing transportation stuff. And it was like, okay, I want to make a change. I enjoyed going on my own fat loss journey, but I know I didn't do anything right because I felt awful. So I'm like, I want to go back to school. I want to become first a certified trainer because my grades at that point to get into college sucked. Like I went for an associates in business and I got it, but I barely got it. Like it was the skin of my teeth. So went back to get my certification, which was through a college, helped bump up my GPA. And then I got into university. But at that point, like it was just kind of a long-term goal. Like both my wife and I were like, look, if you got to do it, let's do it. Like I'm all on board for it, but we got to make some adjustments. So we did. I went back to school was awesome. Loved every minute of it. The stuff clicked. 
it was the weirdest thing. Never in my life has like school just literally clicked. I mean, I did good in high school, but it wasn't the stuff I enjoyed. It was the stuff you just practice on. But all the stuff in college was like, dude, I don't even have to learn this, but I love to learn this. And it just clicks left and right. And I did extremely well to the point that it's like, okay, I must be on the right path. Like something's working out. So I got my bachelor's degree in kinesiology or exercise science. I ended up getting my certifications in personal training, group fitness instructing. And then I went on and worked in physical therapy clinics, high schools as a strength coach. I worked in one CrossFit facility, which just, we did not mesh well. So I didn't really enjoy that too much, but it's been a lot of learning in that whole time. It was just like, okay, I'm kind of learning what it is that I want to do with this. Even though at the time, I'm pretty sure any personal trainer across the spectrum could say this. The first year you go in and you're like, I've got my certs. I know what to do. And then you see your first person. You're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you just don't. You think you're like way up here. And everyone's like, this is a professional in the health field. You're an idiot. Just starting out. You don't know what you're doing. You think you do, but you don't. Because when you go by the book, Joe Schmo is not going to fit in the book at all. But we all think that it does or she does or whoever it is you're working with. Yeah. So it's been a constant learning evolution for me. So I've been honestly very lucky to be able to work with people in general population, people in physical therapy, younger athletes in high school settings, just a large spectrum. And it's helped me kind of refine and define who it is I want to work with. And a lot of that revolves around who I was. Like, who did I need to help? Who do I wish could have helped me? when I was younger and didn't know any of this even existed rather than just thinking, I'll just fail my way forward. Right. Right. And that's really why I love talking to coaches who stumbled into it versus had a, a clear mission, which is, it really starts with their own journey. Uh, and what the, you know, I'm a big proponent of, of talking to your potential clients pain points first, before you talk about the solution uh, because they're, you know, that's where they're at right now. Mentally like, like, you know, if, if if you just came to me like, you know, I can help you get healthy. I'm in great shape. I used to like, if, if I didn't know that you went through that journey before, I'd be like, well, that's great for you, but I could never do that. Uh, so I love that you've taken, you know, your own pro your own journey that you've gone through and applied that to other folks first. Uh, and I love that you've worked with so many people too, because, uh, uh, again, it's, <laughs> it I like coaches who who've been there done that uh, because it is it's 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 not one-stop shop for for everybody there's the human body is a freaking confusing thing <laughs> and, uh, and it, it's only through taking that time and really putting that work in and working with a ton of people that you can really you know see all the differences and really help them out so um, that's fantastic um so let's dive into that a little bit like what are some specific things from your own personal journey and what you've experienced with other folks that that um really translates or you know not now that you let's say you get a brand new person now um and they're struggling with weight loss or and i know this from from seeing your videos because it's not about just the calorie count and, and that i what i love about you race is you really look at mindset first so i so i, I guess that's really my question is, is really how did you come across that mindset first approach uh and how do you convey that to the new client that's coming to you yeah i think it took me a while honestly to even define or recognize that the mindset first needed to be a focus first mm 
just because it's like you get so wrapped up in the exercise and the nutrition stuff, especially when you're a coach or when you're just like your first instinct is I want to lose weight or I want to lose fat. You want to help these people and you want to see an immediate win. So your first option is like, well, I want to fix their nutrition. I want to get them on the right board. If you even have the time as a personal trainer, like let's stress that because many of them don't even have the time if you're in person online, you do like you have so much time. You can leverage so many things to help these people. But if you just focus on nutrition and fitness alone right at the beginning, you're not setting up any kind of habit formation for them to be successful in the long term. And people don't generally see that. Some do. Some totally do. But not a lot. Meaning like they'll be full bore. They're like, they'll never work out a day in their life. They've gained all this weight. They feel horrible about themselves. And they're constantly looking in the mirror and saying like, damn, I am just a piece of crap. I don't, I don't think I'm worth it. I need to lose a lot of weight. That's not going to fix your problem. You might go six days a week. Good for you. But you did it for two months and then you got so exhausted and burned out that you stopped. But you didn't address the problem at hand, which was what the hell's going on in your head. The second you can figure out what's going on up here, you're a whole different person and you've actually already fixed the problem. Now you get to fix the stuff you see in the mirror. But the stuff that you heard in your head that you're actually having like struggles and problems with that's the stuff that's actually going to keep carrying you forward because that's the why rather than just, well, I want to lose weight. I'm, I'm heavier than I want to be. Well, okay, great. We're all heavier than we want to be at certain points. <laughs> like it is what it is, but you got to fix what's up here before you go forward with that. So like thus far, totally transparent. I haven't gotten my, like any mindset certification or anything, but that's actually something I'm currently working toward because I think it'd be amazing. It'd be just another tool in the toolbox to be like, look, this is another approach. Luckily for me, I did like kind of get my minor in psychology. So it's, I know what I'm doing with that stuff, but it's always important to keep learning in that aspect because the mind's a weird thing, a very weird thing. So you got to <laughs> figure out your own crap going on up here before you really do get rolling forward. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm excited that you're learning more about it, but you know, I'll tell you right now, right? Like you've got it down. You've got the mindset part of it. Um, you don't need a degree or any certification. Like, like folks, I'm telling you, go follow him on Instagram. Um, even if you're doing all right on your health and fitness journey, like your brain needs as much attention. It needs more. <laughs> it's like you said that than anything. So just like, like if, if I'm literally in a bad mood or not feeling it, I'll, I'll see one of your videos and, I'll, and it'll just, it perks me right up. And it's like, oh, all right. That's where I need to be redirecting my focus. And it's so much easier to tackle these big things. You know, like weight loss is a bitch. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. uh, but if you're having fun and you're positive about it, it's going to be so much easier to tackle um, than if it just feels like impossible and it feels like pushing that boulder up the hill. Um, um, yeah. so your, your videos do a great job of, of making that boulder feel a little lighter, a little more helium in it, pushing it up. <laughs> I really do appreciate Let it float on up. Let it float on up. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, all right. So let's, let's dive into, so one, one big word that we, we barely touched on, but you just said it is habit, uh, mm -hmm. which, which I'm a big, uh, believer in. There's a book called the slight edge that I, I firmly recommend everyone read um, that just talks about, you know, small, consistent, positive actions every single day uh, versus because you're right. And, it, you know, I've been there like in health and business, just uh, the burnout when you when you go too hard, you're going to burn out in two months. Absolutely. 100 percent versus 
just small habits that you apply and, and COVID really taught me this was like when I started the, I had the same schedule every day I'd wake up every day I'd go to bed at the same time I would eat at the same time uh and I would write at the same time and it, it, it just became tiny hat and you know you're only writing like 10 minutes a day but that adds up uh and every you know just that consistent habit so getting that in place is is going to be a huge part of overcoming these massive you know that boulder and making it lighter so for you what are some tips on habit creation i know yeah. you had some other tips i'm throwing you a curveball here but no it, it is perfect like yeah. i love it because i mean realistically you got to have tips on everything like if you don't have certain ways to manage and navigate you're going to be screwed yeah but no like it's very important that we focus on habit because it's so important to make sure that you you have an idea, you have some support behind you on what's going on, but also when you lapse that you can actually recover from it. Because what a lot of people don't realize is you will get into this cycle of habit formation, but then you'll most likely lapse and you might fall off a bit. But the definition of that is like, how long can I quickly come back to it? Or maybe that's not the definition. That's not at all the definition. We're going to call it the like, definition. We're going to call it the definition. <laughs> I like that definition. We are. Why the hell not? <laughs> but no, it's like, we'll all lapse but you've got to be able to recover and cycle back into your stuff to keep going forward. So like one big tip that I tell everybody that I work with, especially is look, when life throws you a curveball, when it smacks you in the face with a two by four and you don't stick to your stuff for that week, like something's going to happen. Maybe it's a family emergency. Maybe it's a work thing. Maybe you got so involved in your head that you got overwhelmed. Some of my people deal with depression. Maybe you got so overwhelmed with your depression, you're stuck in bed and you can't get out for days. Yeah. That does not make you any less than you were. That just means you had a small lapse period. Okay, cool. You got to breathe for a second. Now let's get you back out of it. And let's get mm -hmm. you moving forward back into the life you need and you want, rather than making this even worse of a situation and letting it just continue downhill. So that's more of like the further along tip that I would say with your habit stuff is even when you get really strong with your habits, if you lapse, which is totally normal. Yeah, you will lapse. You absolutely will yeah. just be able to respark it and get back into it as soon as you possibly can. And then you're going to be good off. But another one, like more of like an applicable tip, I guess, in that piece would be don't focus on the big stuff, focus on the small stuff. Like what you were saying with the book, Slide Edge, something that I've learned from a book that I'm reading called Atomic Hobbit Habits, Hobbits. Wow. <laughs> I, would read Hobbits. I would read that. Good money for that book. But <laughs> that would be a sick book. Atomic Hobbits. Man. All right. Someone needs to write fiction going right now. Someone needs to write this. But Atomic Habits <laughs> is amazing because it discusses habit stacking, which is you don't yeah. start with the big stuff. You stack up the small stuff, just like what you're saying with Slide Edge is you want to make sure that all these small habits are stacking on top of another mm -hmm. to make sure that you've got a very well-rounded system, essentially. So like, this is a very crude example of this, but let's say it's like in the morning, you wake up, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, or you take a shower, then you brush your teeth, like whatever that combo is, in some way or another, you're stacking your habits. So when it applies to your fitness mm -hmm. and stuff, maybe that just means before you leave for work, you set out your shoes in your workout bag whether or not you work out at the gym or home, totally different conversation. But let's say you set out your workout bag. Then the second you get home from work, you look down and you see that workout bag. You're like, oh, got to go change. You go change. You fill up your water bottle. You drive or you go out to your workout space to do your workout. You've already set up those habits because those are all small habits to get you moving forward to where you want to be in the long term. But 
that small habit formation and stacking is going to be so extremely important on top of consistency, of course, to getting you to where you need to be. Right, right. And that that makes a lot of sense. And I'm just I'm reviewing the tape of just my own last two weeks. Um, I, I think what that does is it, it creates an environment that that just naturally forms that habit. Because when, when I'm finding, I work on the road quite a bit. And, and the second I get on the road, um, my habits go to the wayside for, for health. Uh, and I think it's because I'm just, I, I don't have those pieces in place. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's weird because when I come back home, it just like snaps back in instantly. Because like, like I was exhausted yesterday. I, like, I got no sleep the night before. I'm going to lay on the couch all day. And then I suddenly found myself walking by the lake. I'm like, how did I even get here? This is weird because it's the habits. (laughs) And that's the fun thing about habits is like, there's no, you don't need motivation at that point. You know, you don't have to think about it. It's just, again, that brain's weird. And it's just (laughs) the subconscious is running the bus. And when it's programmed properly, it can take you to some great places. And so suddenly, you know, even though I was, dead on my feet i still got my ten thousand steps in yesterday so it's but it's right. but i wouldn't have that if i hadn't set up like you said the habit stacking of just you know putting the pieces in place and and um having that environment controlled so i love that that's a fantastic idea well and another thing to kind of like branch off of that is the motivation piece like so many people i feel like maybe it is right now maybe it's something that's been going on for the long term honestly who knows but it's like the motivation piece, so many people want motivation that it's like, I get a lot of responses to my stuff. They're like, that was so motivational. Thank you. Like you're a huge motivation. It's like, thanks. <laughs> but then at the same time, it's like, that's really not why I make these videos. I'm glad it motivates them. Don't get me wrong. Like that's, I'm so stoked about that, but that's not the piece people should be focusing on. Yeah. Because motivation's fickle. Mm-hmm. Like when it burns off, you're left with you. Yeah. And if you can't find yourself that dedication to just do it, you can't define your why to keep you on fire with moving forward so that when you do laps, you can quickly get back into it. Motivation's not going to be your friend. It might be a nice like additive. Yeah. But above that, it's it's nothing more than just like a quick spurt of like emotion and like, yes, I feel good. <laughs> and then that's, it. that's all you got. That's it. Yeah. And then you're back to being you and you got to deal with it. So actually like maybe this is applicable applicable for you, Steve, is like when you're on the road, when you're doing your stuff, it might demand maybe thinking ahead of like different habits that you could do. It's like something that a lot of people don't realize. Like if you're on the road all the time, because I've got a couple of people that their job demands that they got to leave. You can still be on top of your stuff, but you have to create a whole different habit format for yourself to know like, hey, if I'm on the road, these are the things I need to do. It's probably not going to mirror what you do at home because you don't have that access. You don't most likely have that ability. But a lot of people don't, or they very much underrate the uh, quality of walking and just doing like body weight exercises, literally wherever you are. Yep. Like pull off to the side, give yourself five to 10 minutes in like a rest area and do some incline pushups on a park bench, do some body weight squats, walk around a couple of trees, get back in your car and go. Like find creative ways to keep yeah. moving forward because creativity will take you so much further than just access. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, and it's something, yeah, if, if you really do have to think about it in advance because like <laughs> once you're in once you're in it, then the old program, because you are, you have habits, no matter where you're at, you've got that programming in place. And it's, 
if you don't consciously take that on, it's, it's again, motivation does is not going to do anything. It's it's not going to, oh. it's not going to override that hardware that's, that's running your brain to say, Oh, let's just keep driving till we make it to Arby's and then we can have to, <laughs> for my exactly. mozzarella. Like I never eat Arby's when I, and no knock on Arby's, but like, you know, <laughs> I don't want them suing me if they listen to this podcast. Yeah, but, don't, don't do that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but on the road, I'm like, I'm just eating things I would never, ever eat at home. And it's it's just, but it's that old program. Um, so yeah, yeah I love that. Uh, awesome. All right. Uh, let's talk about just, because uh, we're winding things down here, but I, I just want to promote you a little bit. Like, like who's out there that you want to be connecting with? What can you do to help them out? And most yeah. importantly, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, no. So like, as weird as this sounds, like I work with a pretty large spectrum of people, but the way that I kind of like scope everything in is that I specifically more or less work with parents. Like I like to work with people that are just, they have busy lives. They don't have a lot of time to give. They can't be in the gym for two hours plus a day. So it's like, they might only need a 30 to 60 minute workout, but then they need help with their mindset. They need help with working on their nutrition with their family. So a lot of times I specify, like I work with parents, but I also am a high school strength coach. Like I work with athletes from 14 to 18 and up just because that's another side of what I do. And I love it. So I work with, like I said, quite the spectrum of people. But another thing that a lot of people don't realize is I have a pretty decent background in physical therapy, not my physical therapy doctorate. I can't express that enough because that's a whole different tier that is not me. I <laughs> scope help with of practice. A lot of huh? Scope of practice. Yeah, that's a scope of practice thing. I'm yeah. not breaching that crud. I've learned mm -hmm. many, many times how not to do that. But no, I specialize a lot in helping with post rehab as well. So a lot of the people I work with are just fresh out of physical therapy, or maybe they've done it in the past. So that's kind of where I work with and I love a challenge. So cool. that's always that piece. But yeah, if anyone wants to find me, I'm on basically everything. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, Ray Cook Fit is what I go by on everything or just Ray Cook. That's where everyone can find me for sure. Got it. And uh, send me those links. I will drop them in the post once this podcast is up and running. Um, and uh, so everyone can follow you. And I I can't stress this enough. Definitely follow Ray's videos for uh, regardless of where you're at in your health uh, and fitness journey. Uh, you're going to get a benefit from it because it's just, it's so they're fun. They're inspirational. Um, you have to see the last video he posted uh, where literally <laughs> this guy, like I can't even believe we're having this talk right now because, because literally like everything that could land on your plate did in the last couple of weeks from, from COVID and moving your baby's only a month away and, and, and you're running a business. Uh, and you're still taking time to post these videos and really talking about it and just being yourself about it. And it was, it's so fun. It's so inspiring. And I just, I thank you for posting those Ray. And I, I encourage you to keep doing it. Hey, no, I really appreciate you, Steven. Thank you for such awesome feedback. Like I love it. And I appreciate you. It's, it's awesome. And thank you for having me on this. I can't express how awesome this is. It's so cool. Yeah, I dig it. All right, uh, that's pretty much it for this show. And uh, again, I'll be dropping Ray's contact info in the link. And uh, that's it. So Ray, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be talking. Thank you, Steve. Health Over Hype is hosted and produced by yours truly, Steve Guest. The music that you're jamming to right now is called Big City Lights by Icolix. Please like and subscribe everywhere you do get your audio podcast fix. And above all, have a happy, healthy life.